0: And now, Capital 263. What's happening, good people? You are listening to my two cents. This is your boy Elliot Twist, and I am joined here by a very, very influential person in the uh, entertainment industry. Uh, I'm talking about, in fact, get, get entertainment, not arts, really, you know, because <laughs> yeah. he's an all rounder. Um, he is the founder of Jibilika. He is the founder of um, Zim Hip Hop Summit. Is is that fair? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'm a co-founder. Yeah, co-founder. Also the founder of the Zim Dancehall Summit, which is upon us. Also the founder of a whole lot of other stuff. Did I um, I, I, I manage to? (laughs) Yeah, ear to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Ear to the ground. Found the ear to the ground. Um, Yo, like the list is pretty long. Yeah, true. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Plot Marco. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, a lot, Thanks a lot, man. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Yo, my man, what's up? No, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Hey, unfortunately, uh, the co-host with The Most did not come through today. Uh, she's got a little thing going on. So you're stuck with me. Okay, cool. All good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So... um. Have you been checking out timeline what what, what, what stories have been catch, catching your attention on your timeline this week?
1: I'm well, curious. This week has been the Sandra and Lebelle issue. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh and then the Haifa issue.
0: Oh yeah. Um we actually spoke about the the Haifa issue in a previous episode. Oh okay. Yeah. How do you feel about that though? How do you feel about the Haifa situation? Well, I think it's for me
1: it's uh... It's tricky. You know, I'm a product of Haifa. I, I, I acknowledge Haifa uh-huh. for what then became GB Liquor because much of the inspiration came from my first day at Haifa in 1999. Now All I right. went to Haifa in 1999. I worked at Haifa uh, 2009. So in the space of two years, I worked at Haifa twice.
0: Yeah.
1: And I've also done productions. Uh, at Haifa first was 2015 with yeah. Kinder Productions, and then again uh, last year with Jibilika Production at Haifa.
0: Yeah. So. So back that I don't think back back then things were pretty. I think
1: back then it, things were pretty good. Because yeah, they were remember, pretty stable back then. Yes, I think the economy was fine. I remember we people got paid, right? People got paid. People got paid. <laughs> we didn't uh,
0: have a situation where people would be, were yes. getting twenty-four dollars.
1: Yes, so I think it's it's a tricky because I'm also a festival director. I'm running a festival and I know how it is like at times we don't have money. Yeah. But then I think it doesn't justify that it's cool for somebody to get $24. I think it's something that needs to be looked at. If, uh, to is say, it, is the system uh, really working out well for the artists? It could be working out for the organization because they get the artists, but if there were artists has put up a production or two productions rehearsed over a period of like two months. They come through, they present yeah. and then they get that little, uh, what are you doing to their ego, to their spirit, to their craft? I, I think it actually kills, it, it kills, it, does.
0: it kills the vibe. It kills, it the really vibe. kills the vibe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You mentioned Sandra. Yes. What happened with Sandra?
1: Uh, I'm told, uh, or I hear that uh, she, she was sing all praises about uh the government and what the government has done to the arts uh-huh. and saying that uh, the government has really done so well with the arts know, with the arts all right which i how do you feel about that i think it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's I, would, I would say it's it's a statement that i would say it's a bit of out of touch with reality and
0: yeah
1: and 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 and, and Somehow smacks of politicking and uh, boot leaking. You know, yeah. I think for somebody who has benefited from galas, I think probably she's still hooked on to those galas. That
0: uh, it's like uh, singing for evening. your supper, right? <laughs> I think so. Because tell you, what, I mean, look, the most
1: a lot of initiative, cultural initiative, yeah. creative initiatives, they yeah. are not funded by the government. They are not supported by the government, but they're supported by foreign governments foreign embassies NGOs and so forth
0: isn't that sad though it's very sad because because it's like um, you've got the arts sector right here yeah it's like someone else is raising your your own we are Zimbabwean artists Mm -hmm. right and then uh, all these initiatives are being funded by embassies and all that it's like someone else is raising your child and when they raise your child who do you think they're gonna be loyal to? Exactly. <laughs> whose story do you think whose story do you think they're gonna sell more? Yes and sell better.
1: That person's story they will tell they'll be loyal to that person and the narrative is already uh, messed up because what we've literally done is we've mortgaged our creative sector to uh you know uh the West and, and the East as well. Yeah. We've seen, you know, uh, a couple of Asian countries supporting most of the arts. Yeah. And with the government doing nothing and simply coming to read speeches and you know officiated events, which is pretty sad. Yeah. And I think for then somebody who's coming from uh a creative sector and not just creative sector, but a very talented a region where which boasts of the most talented artists. That's you know, true. We've, we've seen a lot of Amazing artists coming That's from Blouayo, but uh, marginalized, but still saying that
0: you you, you, know, you at the Blouayo awards Blauars as well. Awards. Yes, I, yeah. Um, we actually mentioned you in our top five series. Uh, For those that don't know, the Juice has a top five series that talks about me. weekly events that would have happened, and um, we did make mention that you described the awards as an experience, right? Yes, yes. You wanna you wanna get into you wanna get a bit into that? Yes. So what did it, you mean by
1: that? I think the awards are more than just an event. They are more than just you know people coming together and giving each other or giving themselves accolades, like we've seen with other awards. Yeah. That, well, uh,
0: I, I am awards. Jayo, Jayo, uh, these um, are the real awards. I am awards. Yes. <laughs> yes, these are real awards where people. I remember. You know, I remember there was a complaint that you put up a while ago where you were like, "Ah, my awards, awards, <laughs> awards, awards. I want these my awards, And yes. it's really disconnected from the reality on the ground it's yeah. it's it pretty much seems like if a, a fist bump festival
1: so i mean the other awards you'd find it's pretty much a lot of people that are trying to uh massage their egos, so they give their friends with themselves awards Nah,
0: wow, that's so sad
1: it's very sad but with these awards why it was an experience like look man I literally traveled to Blawayo to be at these hours. This is how much the hours meant to me. And when I got there, uh, I was blown away. I was impressed because the level of organization, the level of direction and choreography, yes, they were a bit too long. That's the only thing that I feel can actually be worked on next time. But even the number of corporates that went in to support these awards it's an indication of the kind of faith that they're having towards
0: the Blower Awards and uh you know the first time the first time the awards happened mm-hmm, I managed to year. get yeah last year I managed to get um to, to check out the footage mm-hmm. and the way they did their performances yeah. my gosh that was amazing man it, <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> that I watched- was, ama- it was it was it, for me it felt like I had attended a show mm-hmm. Um and here's the thing I don't recall seeing a lot of live bands on stage, but I do remember seeing a DJ who was just yeah. mixing stuff and this year, it, they, it
1: gelled so well. This year they, they, they had a band and the it band was so like well. on, point, on point. And what they did with the band is that, uh, you know, it was amazing. It was like one band playing for almost everyone. Great. right? And they played so, it was on point. They even brought back some old, like yesterday hits. And there's one boy, x Mile. Is amazing okay is you know, he, amazing and the only sad thing that I drew from the awards is that a lot of the amazing talent that I saw being awarded that I saw on stage performing amazing stuff you don't hear them on radio really I really I think the only times is when I listen to Breeze FM or when I listen to uh Sky's Metro FM but if you listen to the other radio stations they probably play the same artists or they don't play at all you know and, and 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 the artists like Edith otonga we've been doing music for years we've done amazing stuff and it has taken so many years for such a an amazing bassist as well as vocalist and yep. uh, band leader to get acknowledged so now i'm convinced because i think when these awards were announced i was skeptical at first i was like is this not going to fend originalism and and and, and, and become more a bit ethical, ethnical? Yeah. Uh, but I think now I understand why they decided to come up with the awards and I think it's quite noble. Uh, but my only yeah. suggestion is that there can be the Blower Arts Awards, but with the National Scope, because already they're surpassing what the other
0: oh, awards platforms yes. are doing. Yeah. I, one of the, the main things I liked about it was, maybe the first, because I was aware of the first one, mm the first one did not air on ZBC. Mm-hmm. They took it on themselves and they just put yes. it out on Facebook Live. Yes, That right there was so ahead. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion, that was light years ahead of true, the true. current settings that we true. have right now. Yeah. Did, did they air on ZBC this time around? I don't think they aired on ZBC, but they I know that
1: uh, a couple of live streams, there were different platforms that were live oh. streaming. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, you know ZBC is fast asleep. You know they're yeah. not. Uh, I think it would. They're take not, plugged in. <laughs>
0: they not plugged in. They're, they're not, not plugged in.
1: They're not plugged in. in. Uh, it's it's sad. It's very sad because there are either events that they broadcast that might not create as much interest. The Blaze Awards were on point, man. They yeah. would actually stimulate a lot of excitement, a lot of interest for people to start appreciating the local arts. Yes. So I hope next year they broadcast
0: yeah well we'll have to see about that right yeah <laughs> um, but bringing it back uh, to what government has done for the art sector mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you feel that they should they, they, that they should do well
1: I think the first and foremost thing that the government should do is to open up the space. yeah uh, TVs yep. man we're watching South African TV we're watching Telemundo now
0: Oh, watching. Telemundo, yes, Tanya Telemundo yeah. now. And, 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 I, and, and, I was laughing to myself. Mm-hmm. It, it, talk, talk to it <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Look, we, we don't realize,
1: like, I remember Zola7 <laughs> saying yeah. in one interview that now it's no longer armies that, you know, colonize people, it's culture. Exactly. So yeah. if we don't realize that what we have done now, we are literally watching south african tv stations and not having our own content Not that do we don't have creatives
0: oh we do have creatives we have do you, a lot of amazing do, do you remember when Amer- when african movies started yes yes we all started to 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 to, to talk like yes. the nigerians yes. and it was fun cuz cuz yes. you know we, we could get it we could yes. get it yes but it's like what you're saying armies no longer colonize people it's, yes it's the culture right it's the culture and and if you look at it it's after a few years you realize the
1: impact because right now check our artists are starting to sing like Nigerian Nigerians yeah. you know there's nothing bad maybe in sampling or maybe adapting or taking one or two but yeah. when you literally copy and paste you know control
0: control C control P, <laughs> you know no, well, wellens, wellens Mujuru blew the whistle on that one I, yes. I saw that for myself and I was like what really yeah. this is happening
1: those are some of the results from a situation where we don't have our own media platforms where even the radio stations um, we still have radio stations that are pretty much run by the same people and not really having new blood you remember the days when you're listening to Power FM you yes. listening to Radio 3 you know Quits, Maruza. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> <Radio> <laughs> was, was on a Saturday.
1: Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it, it was, you know, radio was a religion. You know, as soon yeah. as TV, everybody would sit around, watch Mukadota. would sit around, watch paraffin. Yeah. And radio and TV would communicate and speak to people and it would shape yeah. our norms and values and it would speak to our, you know, our conscience. So if the government is to do something, I think that's the first and foremost thing to do. Uh, now we've got 16 radio stations. Uh-huh. But um, it's, they came too late. And apparently, we, we still need more independent radio stations. Yep. We still need more community radio stations that are in touch with what's happening in the neighborhood and speaking to the needs and the thoughts and the aspirations of the people.
0: You know, I think radio is something people should be able to embrace and not fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think fear mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Yes. But I'm happy now. You know, I tell you what.
1: I just came back to Zim like it's almost two weeks now. Yeah. And one thing that I should applaud, I mean, it's the free space. Yeah. Right. You can feel it that people are now able to freely express. Oh things. yeah. This was um, not there the last time that I left to Zim.
0: I was listening to Capitol. Capital FM. Yes. Capital FM is like a, is the first talk radio station yes. that we have in the yes. country, and just listening to it, you can tell that mm. people do have something to say, and they are saying it. Yes. They are saying what it is that that is on their mind. Although we yeah. do need, I, I I can actually see that we still do need mm. to create that culture of comfort when it comes to true. expressing true. yourselves and. And total. I think
1: the biggest test is just after elections. That's when we know if we yeah. really, you know, reality check, <laughs> systems check. <laughs> so now it's like. You know, it's like Murora <laughs> and so forth. So I think after the 30th after, of July.
0: After elections, what's
1: the reality? Can we still continue to speak the way we want to speak
0: and not get into trouble? Yeah, I, I just hope that spike strips don't come back after elections. Spikes? Yes. I have a feeling that
1: they might come back in a different form. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's it's crazy because now we have now a bad culture. I think we need cultural, like a rehabilitation of some sort. Yes, we do. Because what I've noticed even in the pre- absence of spikes, people just now behave in whatever way. They drive in whatever willy-nilly, which I think can only be addressed through us appreciating that look, we used to make issues about too many police officers, but now they are less. Can we just regulate ourselves and just
0: behave be responsible? Be responsible. Be yeah. responsible. Yes. Yeah, that is something I guess we're going to have to yeah, get true. used to. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So um we're now shifting the conversation to you. Yes. Um, you've had to sacrifice and give up so much. get jimilika started yeah can you tell us a bit about your journey and what you had to sacrifice in order to to make that vision come to life
1: well i think the first thing that that i sacrificed was uh, like in 2007 i was the breadwinner and i was working for a very good organization we were well paid yeah and taking care of my siblings and stuff but then when i decided look i want to quit work Uh, and focus on Jibilika. Yeah. Uh, That did not just send panic, you know, signals to me, but also to the entire family to say, oh, but look, you're also having other responsibilities and why this, why that? Yeah. Uh, So I had to lose my job, I had to leave my job. Secondly, I had to sell a half-built built house. I'd started building building a house. Wow. So I needed wow. some investment to do the first Jubilee Cup because there was no one who was going to give me money without seeing what we wanted to do. And it was a first. So, and then there were like 10 years in the struggle, running around, hustling, not even an office and stuff. But ultimately, I think... It, it was worthwhile. I can say today that it was really worthwhile. I learned a lot of things. I made some mistakes. I got into trouble so many times. Uh, oh, you got into uh, trouble? So many times. <laughs> so many times.
0: <laughs> Why? Why Why were you getting into trouble? What were they saying you were doing? <laughs> I, I
1: remember sometime in 2011 with you know, artists, you know dancers coming in for our festival. Yeah. For Battle of the Year getting deported and stuff. Yeah. And that brought in a lot of trouble, but it didn't end there. You know, Uh I borrowed a lot of money to put up you know some events and stuff and they didn't do well. (laughs) So one funny incident was when we used I used a friend's car as collateral, and apparently this friend then decided to sell his car before I'd repaid the loan and now when I defaulted the loan sharks wanted <laughs> the car instead in the book and they realized the car wasn't there so you can he can sort of imagine oh
0: my goodness yeah.
1: so the fraud squad section Oy! paused on me. <laughs> I've never spoken about this episode yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am literally dying right
1: now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They're like, oh. Yeah. Boy. And I was taken down to some office that I don't want to even remember. Anyway, <laughs>
0: you know. so he so sold he
1: saw the car. My friend sold the car. Book book. Razarnan. Booked tataka paga Malone Shack. So Malone Shack out of good faith that seen what they we're doing. They're like, okay, cool. We'll keep the book. <laughs> Now, now no their money is not coming. and They want the money. Now they decide, okay, let's just keep the book and the car. The car is not there. <laughs> and then the guy who bought the car yeah. wanted the book. You so he went to the <laughs> cops. He's like, look, I'm looking. So apparently it happened at the same time. He's like, I want the book. This guy sold me a car. There's no book. I've already paid him the money. <laughs> and, and, and my friend was like, look, I'm relocating to South Africa. And I'm like, no, I mean, you don't go without us dealing with this. So it was (laughs) one of those
0: things. But you managed to get out. You managed to, to eventually, I'm hoping you managed to... Yeah, but it was a really big
1: tough. It was tough. Um, And there were a whole lot of things that I went through. But apparently, um, 2012, 2013, things started to change a bit. Still a lot of struggles. But now I'm happy because Jibilika is in safe hands. Yes.
0: Right. I I actually wanted to... To, to, to go to that. Um, how did it feel um, passing on the torch to somebody else in Chibirica? What, 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 I mean, yeah, passing the torch on to someone else to to run Chibidika. How did that feel? I think for me, it, it, it sort of... Why didn't you become a Mugabe and stay there for 37, see, this, years? That was the thing
1: because <laughs> I, I never liked, I never liked Mugabe. I didn't like him. Yeah. And somehow, somehow, uh, I always told myself I don't want whatever be it at an institutional level I don't want to follow the same footsteps that I had done because I would seen what holding on to power does it corrupts so for me it was a big relief Uh and what then happened was quite positive because uh, new blood came in they started to run things and improve things and I could actually say that uh, I started getting my first paycheck when I left Jibilika as a director
0: Wow, you that's know, amazing.
1: Uh, before I was there and every th- time I was always sacrificing and I was the last person getting paid. But then now as a trustee, now as uh, an advisor and also helping out you know, in different capacities, but not as the director.
0: Yeah,
1: Whatever work that I put into Jibilika, they have to pay me and they do pay me. Right. So uh, they literally made my trip back to Zimbabwe possible. So, wow, that's amazing. These things were not possible before. I was always working also to pay for my bills and to do the stuff. Wow. But I could safely say that Jubilika now makes a bit of money. Not much, but a bit of money to take care of things.
0: It, it's, it's, it's at least become uh, somewhat sustainable?
1: Yes, yes, it has become sustainable.
0: That is great. That, that's and what salam. every person who invests in a project wants to hear. Yeah. But yo, um, I'm looking back right now at what you went through and yeah. where it's at now. This was literally like giving birth to a child. True, true. <laughs> the pains, the contractions, yes. every, the scars, everything. Yes, yes. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so the, there's an incident that happened. Um, one of the dancers was supposed to go to Croatia. Yes. Um, you want to tell us a bit about that? What, what happened? What happened there? Well, it was a very
1: sad incident because what happened is um, this was the second time. This, this so, dancer. yeah, he qualified in after our winning at our festival in 2016 in Mutare, yeah. right? And he was selected, the team from Danstar, they'd come through and then they watched our festival. They liked, they tou- They selected him, yeah. uh, And he was supposed to participate last year. And last year, we got everything in, in so, order. He went to South Africa to get his Croatian visa and stuff. But because there are no direct flights to Croatia and to transit through some European or uh, some Asian countries, he needed transit visas in some instances. This is what we were told at at the International Airport. So Uh apparently he missed his first flight and then when he corrected the air ticket, uh, apparently there was a mistake to his second name so he couldn't board. And then the third ticket, everything was in order. He was supposed to transit through Italy. So, the officials at the international National Airport did not allow him to check in to his last destination. They said, look, check in to South Africa, and then when you're in South Africa, you have to check in, check out, and then whatever. Which was tricky because you only had one hour, 20 minutes in between these two flights in Jorbeck, and ultimately missed this flight and they had to come back home. Oh, and then shit. we sat down and I said, look, I'm going to work with the team and make sure that we do, do due diligence on this particular edition. So the guys in Croatia, they said, look, we lost money last year, but we're going to put money again this year and make sure that this boy comes through. Right. Uh, With our partners in Johannesburg and then everything was facilitated. This time around, we said, look, no more trouble with transit visas. We're going to get a visa from the Italian embassy, which uh, with the letters from the Croatian embassy and the guys in Croatia, uh, which allowed the visa from Italy would allow him to also go to Croatia. Yep. And pass through Italy. Yep. Everything in order. We get to the airport. And then there was a bit of delay. He missed the first flight. Oh boy. We got into the second flight this time around via Disababa via uh, uh, Nairobi, Kenya. Right. They allowed him to board everything set. He gets to Kenya whilst he's waiting for his transit f- flight. Upon trying to board, then they say, Look, you we need to verify your visa. They start asking me a million questions. And ultimately, he missed his flight because... He was being
0: interrogated. Yes. But his paperwork was His paperwork,
1: everything, invites and stuff. And when these guys brought back the papers, his flight had already gone. So we organized for another flight. New ticket. This is now the third ticket. New ticket bought... I
0: imagine you guys are spending a lot of money just to try to get him...
1: Yes, our, 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 the dance Star people from Croatia and the guys from breaking down borders in South Africa, they were putting in a lot of money to make this happen. Yeah. Now everything done, they verified. They said, okay, cool, wait for the next... Uh, flight. Flight in the next uh, evening. Yeah. So he waited for another 24 hours, uh, the flight, boarding time. Now the same issues come up. It's a different set of people. He explains, he has some papers now written from... It takes forever until... The flight is gone. He misses his flight. They don't even book his accommodation. They don't even give him food. Uh, the guys from Croatia had to buy a ticket for him to fly back, because they couldn't let him fly oh, back to Zimbabwe. Man. Fly back to Zimbabwe. So for me, it was a huge trauma because um, I didn't bad experience missing flights before. Yeah, our first attempt to get to Europe in 2011 with the dance group. Uh, we missed our flight because we took a bus to Johannesburg because we didn't have enough money. So, we bought a ticket from Johannesburg to France, France back to Johannesburg. So, we took a bus, we got to Johannesburg. We missed our flight by a few minutes. Yeah. We got there, checking in was close. So, that sort of brought that reminder. And I missed the flight again sometime in New York. So, I had really bad memories about the experience missing flight and having to spend hours at the airport. But apparently, the boy is back and his spirit is not dampened. He's still positive know, hopeful that next year he's going to make it. Uh, we're going to see what we can do to make sure that we avert the problems that we encounter. Was this a race issue? I think so. I strongly think so, you know, because look. So, is he, he he's, he's being
0: penalized for being black? I think so, he's uh, a young black and, boy. And there's with this whole talk of immigration, immigration, immigration with Europe. And Apparently, to bring- this
1: this were
0: people from KLM, the
1: airline, not even immigration, not even the, the the Kenyan immigration, but these are locals that are subcontracted by KLM, uh, Royal Dutch airline. Uh, airline people. Airline people. No, it was not.
0: It's not immigration no, no, that was giving him trouble. No, it's, it's airline, airline people it's that, airline that airline were giving people. him trouble. Yes. What?
1: So then What's I. What's the meant- name of this airline? Let's K- put it on blast. K- KLM. <laughs> KLM, ah, yes, KLM, KLM, K-L-M it's kill them, awesome. <laughs> kill <'em. laughs> Yeah, you know they're, they're bad guys. So I remember last year when I was after the hip hop summit, I'm going back to to Germany, and I'm picked from from a queue, you know, in this Addis Ababa, and they ask me for my papers, they take pictures of my visa and stuff, and I say to them, but why is it like you just picked me? There are a lot of other people and people of lighter skin race and yeah. they're not being interrogated and I realized that subconsciously they're thinking these blacks they want to go these Africans they want to go and yeah, stay in Europe exactly. they don't have papers they don't have valid papers and why let somebody board from Zimbabwe first to interrogate him in, in you know, in it transit yeah it was crazy but uh, we, we're still not yet free
0: it doesn't make any yeah, sense it doesn't it doesn't make any sense um, we're gonna get back to that mm. but um I'm keen to know. You mentioned the Zim Hip Hop summit. Yes. So you guys had the summit. Um, there were some big names there. I remember Slicker came through. Yes. Um, did you did you guys get the desired effect after the summit? The, the kind of yeah, did it have that kind of effect that you guys were expecting? Yes. Right? Yes. You want to bring that down a bit? I think uh we stimulated a the conversation. There right. was a conversation that
1: started that did not just end as a conversation, but uh, the participants to the summit, they benefited something out of it. Yeah. We've been getting feedback from different people. There was a uh, couple of artists that connected that had never worked and never been in the same space, but also getting in some uh, advice and word from uh, people that have managed to successfully create a business or an enterprise and even yeah. do their music successfully like Slicker yeah. uh, And the guys from Brazil, the guys from norway and the guys from the us yeah. and the uk so i think it, we, we we might not be able to really measure all the results now but i think after our second edition we can sit back and say look did oh, we make some progress also but there's
0: I, going to be another definitely another pop summit we, we coming in it
1: uh, this year all right 29th of september all right partnership
0: with shoko festival so it's still happening then, and then there's the zim dancer summit coming through yeah man when is that happening it's happening on the 28th of June, oh, okay. Um, yes. you want to walk me through, yeah? So, what what made you want to get that conversation going? Yes, so you know, like I love hip
1: hop, but my blood, I think, dance or runs in my yeah, blood. Yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> you, you understand it, I understand to it. the I, core, I, I overstand it. <laughs> yes so I grew up pretty much raised on on dance yeah uh, understanding loving the dance culture
0: and uh bring the tune again <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Man. at some point I thought I was
1: going to be a dance MC I always wow. thought I was going to have like a sound system of my own
0: if, if, if you going to be a Danzel MC, what do you think your name would have been? Actually, my name
1: in high school, in second high school, was MC Plot.
0: MC Plot. Yeah, man. Hey. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> so I hate that because I thought, like, you know, I'm going to be like a master of cinema. I'm going to yes. be like an MC. Yeah, I'm going to be... But I was too slow when it comes to talking. I was too slow in... Really well, when it came to, 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 part to the... Wow. Re- ah, yeah,
0: okay,
1: okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... After the Hip-Hop Summit, yeah. definitely there was a lot of guys from the Dancehall, my friends, my colleagues from UK, from Zim and stuff, saying, look, man, you guys have done well with Zim Hip-Hop, but uh, why don't we also have something dance-wise? And then through conversations, we realized, like, man, let's put up another summit focus on dance. Dancehall is no longer just music, but it's a culture in Zim. Yeah. And uh, after some years, if something is not done, this culture is going to be dead, and right now, Zoom dance is slowed down. It's not dead, it's slowed down. It's no longer, it's got a weak pulse, yes. But there are a lot of factors contributing to that, and I think this is the reason why we need to sit down and discuss and converge and see how we can create save it. structures. Not really save it, it's still yep. alive, man. It's still alive. Look at all the posters, the major posters. To still see Killer T, to still see Sekalas, yeah, still see Winky D. These are yep. all dancehall artists, yeah, and even praise i uh, used to sing dance song so right. uh, i think, think dance was still alive
0: all right yeah. all right all right now that's good we actually look i'm actually looking forward to that and thanks man just to see what what kind of new conversations you guys are going to have mm. around zim dance i think for a uh, youth genre mm. um, you know i i, I think zim dance is somewhat a bit more exportable yeah than zim hip hop Although some cats might beat me up for saying this, I'm sorry, guys, I think, but that's I think, just how I feel.
1: <laughs> I think it's both; they're possible, but I think we just need to find ourselves.
0: All right. Yeah. Once we and find tell ourselves, tell our own stories. Yes, tell our own narrative, Man, We've been. I think, I and mean, that's the magic with Zim Dancer. Mm-hmm. Zim Dancer captured those stories from the streets, from everyone there yes. who was who was struggling at that time, yes. or just you know dealing yes. with their lives, yes, yes, and, and putting it on wax, yes. which is something that I feel sometimes that Zim hip hop. At some point, neglected. I, I think it's, the, the, it's it's it's
1: it's quite interesting because there is a lot of like uh, very conscious positive hip hop that is in oh, touch yeah. with reality, but I think it also has to do with um, hunger. Yeah, you know, like dancer guys. I was at Two Spot just like two hours ago. Man, the guys are hungry. Mm-hmm. They're hungry. They, 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 even before they blow up, they want to achieve. But with the hip hop, before they blow up, they already see themselves
0: as stars. <laughs> so these <laughs> are. my likes, I want to turn my likes. Uh, Can I turn my reach? So that, yes, am going to do. I think that top that top JZ. So
1: they they easily content, but the Zim dancehall guys, man, they're hungry. They, they 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 go hunting. Yeah. They they don't care. They they pay five dollars to record their song and they push it until it becomes a hit until it pays them their first buys them their first Mercedes bands.
0: All right, yeah. Right, yo man, I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing. Thanks, man. What's gonna happen? So lately, I've been seeing you with skateboards. Yeah. Um, I've been mean, seeing you know even in the office there the little uh, reflective tapes yeah, yeah. here and I, I saw some skateboards skateboards in a bag there. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit about what the story is with the plot, Marco, and the skateboards? What's going on? Well, you know, my the timeline. I've been seeing some pictures yeah. of
1: you and skateboards. Yeah, you know, with the skateboards, it's it's an idea that you know I had a couple of years ago, but and I didn't know if there were any skaters in Zim until a group of young skaters then approached me and said, "Look, man, we like what you guys are doing with that." Da- I'm teaming up with uh, three young skaters uh, to start a project called Skate Zimbabwe, where we're hoping to train and give skating skills to youngsters. I think skating is a cool sport. It's also cool for recreation. And uh, it's uh, something that can even help in terms of giving young people
0: uh, some escape of some sort. So, in some in some countries, um, there are people who skate professionally, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Tony, I believe Tony Hawk is one of the most successful skaters, at least that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Hawk has got a game. He's got um, endorsements. So, but he's old now. He's a bali now. <laughs> but he's been skating. Um, so, don't you think... Um, you guys are going to need like a skating, skating ring to, to, to do that? That's uh,
1: our goal. Like our two year plan is to build a skate park. Oh, a skate park. Yeah, like it will right. be first of its kind in Zim. Uh, so we're still working on that. But now we say, look, let's uh, start small. Start small. Yeah. So we're going to use long chain plaza. We're going to use some space at the railways.
0: Right.
1: Uh, I just brought, brought a few skateboards and that, I'm hoping that is great thanks a lot I'm hoping that um in three months time we get more skateboards as we get more people uh responding so we hope people are going to respond positively
0: skating for me was big uh, really big in the 90s don't you fear that uh, with the way kids nowadays are so attached to the internet and their pads and all that uh don't you fear that maybe you might not have an audience that would want to connect with this new activity that you guys are bringing in I is think, this a concern that you have? No,
1: not really because you'd
0: find uh, we, we're actually
1: trying to see how best we can create offline activities because youngsters are now spending much time online Online, yeah. with my pigs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Check my legs. Yeah.
1: So there's still need for activity that does not require you to be on a computer and this is Pretty much what we're trying to do i mean it has happened with dance so i don't see any reason why it cannot happen
0: personally i think um having a skate rink, a skate yeah. a skate park yes uh, a skate yes. park yeah,
1: yeah
0: i think that would be so awesome Thanks even in terms lot. of aesthetics
1: yes. yes um
0: in the region i don't think all right i don't think there is any skate park maybe in South Africa in right? South
1: Africa they have a couple of skate parks in Botswana they have one oh okay um, in Zambia I'm told there's a bit of skating activity but here in Harare we used to have a skate park but it was privately owned alright uh, no actually Blauai they had some some skating but on. it was privately owned yeah at Celebration Church they had a skate skate park okay uh, so you see it's not really something new All something right. that has already been existing and if you see the level of uh, skill that the young guys that I'm working with have, you'll be shocked because they skate so proper, they can do stunts. Wow. And I'm like, it means that there's there was just an opportunity and the platform lacking, but the skill was already there.
0: All right. Yes. You know, when, when things get up and running, mm-hmm. I definitely would love to uh, capture some footage from that. Okay, cool, yeah. man. That would yeah. be such a dope, dope thing to just capture. Okay, I'll yeah. keep you posted. Yes. yes, yes. Remember the juice was there first. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So now you you stay in Germany. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um. Now, here's what I find so surprising about you. Even when you came back, uh, I think. We saw you the very first day you came back, right? Yes, yes. I was sitting there with to of to I'm going I'm 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 i Chini tukaganda tudi wanaunda wa waenda ujime ana kuchando, anungo anguona kama mapoto, remo wetu. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, I think people who are right now can tell me that I really don't drink <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah, because me. because the bottles I'm picking right now, I mean, maybe they're not they're not the in thing. Maybe I'm not even saying it right. and a Patron, and a Hennessy. You know, you I plot Instagram. Oh man, I don't know, Plot, What is it? that has kept you so grounded and here's what I'm thinking I'm thinking even traveling across Germany right mm-hmm. have you had like incidents even with the color of your skin and mm-hmm. has, has that been an issue what these are like two, two, two more questions than about. but first and foremost what is it that has kept you grounded and made you want to keep uh, starting projects back home like why is this so important to you
1: I think it's to do with my upbringing and uh, where I grew up and also the zeal and passion that I see from the young people that I'm working with back home. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it always keeps me looking back and saying, look, what is it that we can do? I might be in Germany, but you know, I, I never really left. Uh, I still have projects running. Yeah. I still have my Your heart. family here, my heart here. Your heart There's is home. Yes, my heart is home. But also my heart is, is, is also in Germany, Is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. where my love is, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. there's um, a lot of stuff, you know, that has kept me grounded. I've, I've been in Germany for two and a half years now. Yeah. And But literally every year, I come at least twice to Zimbabwe uh, and even when I'm not there, I'm always trying to stay plugged in to what's happening, who's doing what, yeah. where can you do stuff and... Don't ear to the yes, ground, Yes, Ear to the ground, yeah. <laughs> so even when you started ear ground, it was out of that to say, look, let's It's to create a portal. Yes, we're gonna stay okay. grounded, we're gonna stay rooted to what's happening underground and on the surface. So before it even blows up, we already know
0: what's happening. That's so great.
1: yeah. And then the second part of the question Haven't you
0: had yeah, haven't you had trouble with, with being black? Not at all, not at all.
1: It was yeah. actually interesting because I think before I went to Germany some years ago,
0: yeah.
1: the stories that I was hearing were something related to that. Like, oh, there's racism. this. Yeah. I, I, I I'll be lying to you that I've experienced anything that points to prejudice that relates to my skin or anything. Yeah. If it has happened, maybe you, you not didn't pay, I didn't it. pay attention. <laughs> or I'm not paying attention.
0: Right.
1: And yeah, I, I think... I've experienced such things probably maybe in South Africa where I feel, oh, okay, race is right. uh, uh, a, 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 a place, I mean. All right. But in Germany, yes, there are incidences. I hear friends, uh, people that I speak to, I relate to, talk about incidences. But Overally too, for
0: you. overallly for me. It's been a different I mean, experience. It's been a... No, that's Because great.
1: I, I still, <laughs> yeah, I speak a bit of German, not much, just a bit, but... I go around speaking in English and I still get very positive response and interaction from people. All right. Uh, So I would say my stay has really been good. That's great. Yes.
0: All right. So we're coming to our next segment. It's called the soundbite segment. And let me do this right here. And I said to the anger of my audience at one time, and I was rather uncharitable, that the problem with Africa is that those who have ideas have no power, and those with power have no ideas. <laughs> and, 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 and that in many ways still informs. So we have all the, you have all these ideas on how we can green Africa. I listen to you and I can see you are bubbling with ideas, but you don't have the power. And the fellow with power has completely no (laughs) idea. And yet somehow, and this I think is your problem, when a choice, when the the electorate is given the choice between you with ideas and the one without ideas, the African's affinity for people without ideas is amazing. All right, Plots. That was Professor Lumumba Mm -hmm. talking about ideas you strike me as a young man with a lot of ideas (laughs) you have a lot of ideas so please give me your two cents on this sound bite and i'd like to make this a disclaimer this is not a political thing this is purely us having a discussion on ideas
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Okay, I, I totally agree and concur with what Professor Lumumba has just said because, look, there are a lot of youngsters, there are a lot of young people and even old people that have ideas, but apparently they are not having the power, uh, be it financial power or political power or economic power or social power to really affect these ideas. But I think if you get that idea moving that can give you power. For right. me, I grew up not knowing anything, anyone with power. Like, family-wise, like, I was not related to any politician. I was not related to anyone who was influential in business, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and today, what I could say gives me a voice is the ideas that I have. Right. Without the ideas that I have, tell you what, I grew up very shy, not able to speak much and uh, and, and and not having much voice, not being able to, not even communicating to more people beyond my friends and my circle of family. Yeah. But now, because of the ideas that I have, even like with this interview, pretty much it was around ideas. Yeah. Ideas that are running, ideas that are not yet running, ideas that are coming, and so forth. So, I think an idea can give you power. That's yeah. the only uh, difference that I can have with what uh, Lumumba has just said. To say, look, yes people with ideas can have power. Uh, 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 people with power can have no ideas, but ultimately the person with the idea can he have... Wins. He wins. because he has the with idea, idea. They can have the power. They can have the influence because of their idea. It's just Einstein like, had an idea and today we know Einstein because of these ideas. So basically everyone else, Martin Luther, King, you know, it was all an idea to see black and white people living equally and so forth. So I think... Ideas can give you power.
0: It's like what Thomas Sankara said, you can kill the person, but you can can never kill the idea. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. All right, fam. So we're coming to our last segment and it's called Celebrity Story. Mm -hmm. So this is how it works. You give me, um, you share, really, rather a, a story or an experience. It could be funny. It could be sad that you had with either a local celebrity or a big time celebrity from maybe from the States or uh, England, ooh. England, ooh. England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know, just pick one celebrity and tell us what happened.
1: Well, it was uh a comedian.
0: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: uh, Dave Chappelle. You met Dave Chappelle, yeah, I met Dave Chappelle.
0: Get out of here. I'm you. <laughs> so I met
1: Dave Chappelle. Before you start, yeah,
0: man. I am a huge, <laughs> huge Dave Chappelle fan. And For I yo. would love to meet him someday. Yo, Dave Chappelle, yo, we gotta do this sometime. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So
1: yeah. So this is what happens. Uh I did a documentary on Zim Dancer with uh, an American filmmaker. Yeah. And so I traveled to you to to, to California. Yeah. Uh the Bay Area, I think if you, yeah. you know Tupac I was sing about his neighbor, a lot. Like? So I went to the Bay Area, I went to Auckland. Yeah. Whilst there I was staying with a friend who's a DJ and a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, and we we're working on this project, finalizing it. Right. One of his friends was Tupac's DJ. Oh. Right. Yes. Wow. So okay. <laughs> this guy is now part of Dave Chappelle's team. He's literally like the aid to Dave Chappelle they do is also part of his Dave Chappelle's set. Right. So he pops in. And he says, "Guys, we've got a gig in San Francisco. Uh, two days to come. So if you guys wanna take along, you can come through. It's Dave Chappelle. We have a show, and I'm part of his set.
0: Yeah. And now, now I'm curious.
1: When you heard Dave Chappelle, you'll be surprised because I didn't know Dave Chappelle. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but, but when I saw the face, I I'm telling you. Come on. Tell you didn't even
0: know it was <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, continue.
1: I didn't know who Dave Chappelle was. And then they showed me a picture and then I recognized the guy. I was like, I know this guy, but yeah. I don't know his name. I'm like, you know, I was a Chris Rock fan, I was whatever. But I was never really yeah. Yeah. You, know, you weren't I, really plugged into that. I wasn't really yeah, plugged yeah, yeah, into yeah. that, you know. So when they we helped out with the set it was me g my boy and uh the, the 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 dj soundman and then we set up we did everything the show went on apparently i was tired i don't know i mean i just traveled a lot and i was super tired yeah so i sat in there yeah and uh the show was going on. i was very close like very close as i am to where uh, dave Chappelle was yeah uh, the show went on, went on, went on. And midway, I was wearing a hat like a, uh, one of these... Uh, flat base cap. Not flat base cap. It was uh, a beanie.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and apparently I just put it down a bit. And uh, and then I was dozing. I mean, not that it was not interesting. It was very interesting, but I was too tired. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah. For some reason, I, f- I almost fell asleep. Yeah. So this... Dev Chappelle noticed that there's somebody in the audience who's sleeping and and he <laughs> flipped up. He's like, Yo man, are you sleeping in my show? And everybody looked at me, man. I was like, no, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. And then he picked the accent, he said, No, this accent is not even American.
0: <laughs> what they gave um, you a mic?
1: No. Nah, oh, okay. But right. he was very close. He just Oh, he was close. Yeah. All right, all right. And try. then he said to me, What's your name? Then he pointed his mic and I was like, "Plot, plot." Who? I said, "Marco." Where are you from? He says Oh, I see. There is one you sleeping, Mugabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so you you you, you you're taking it from your president? <laughs> you know he sleeps a lot. Hello, guys. How many know Mugabe? And the joke turned to Mugabe. Man, he oh, created. He literally gosh. developed a joke, impromptu from that incident, just from that, just from that incident. So wow. afterwards and, and everybody like, that made me relax a bit. But then <laughs> I was just scared, you know, to even talk about it, like, oh, he made a joke. Up on him. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that yeah. happened. And then afterwards we got a time to hang out, We spent like, what, hours yeah. uh, after like the whole event, it was just a few people in the VIP section with yeah. him. We spoke a bit. He showed his interest about Zimbabwe. He had a bit of knowledge about Zimbabwe, interestingly, really? yeah. And he says, yeah, I hope one day I'll be able to tour and travel to Zimbabwe.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, then we had a conversation afterwards with Comrade Fats or trying to see how that could happen. But I think, um yeah, it's still a possibility. I hope one day it happens. All right. And so that was the funniest thing that I do for wow. Celebrity. this event. is so When dope. I posted now the picture to say, yo, I was with this comedian within the first two hours they posted more than 200 reactions and
0: yes. also said oh so
1: this guy is really popular because I mean. it's Dave Chappelle <laughs> yeah so Schumper. afterwards I went to watch some of these shows on Netflix and Dave stuff Dave Chappelle is
0: hilarious you said he knew some things about Zimbabwe what, what did he know about Zimbabwe
1: well he knew about the currency that we once had uh, run away inflation it would you know, you know, all these zeros that we kept on oh? chopping. Oh, okay, alright. Uh, you know, also knew the capital city, Arar. You know, he spoke a bit, you know, I think he had been to South Africa a couple of times, but yeah. he knew he was not a stranger to Zimbabwe. But that the so first cool. thing that he knew about Zimbabwe was obviously our
0: great... Yeah, uh, yeah everyone. He's yeah. very well known. He's very well known. <laughs> and it makes
1: me sad at times, I'm happy that he's no longer in power, but at times I'm traveling, the questions that used to pop up every time I traveled, Oh, you're from Zimbabwe, Mugabe, and 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 he branded us. He branded us, but now I move around. They're like, oh, you're from Zimbabwe. Oh, where is Zimbabwe?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, he made us famous when he He was there. Made us famous. Made us famous. (laughs) And now it's different. Now it's different. You know, the
1: new guys have to pick up the momentum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just hope they pick it up in the right way. Yeah. Okay so ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to My Two Cents thank you so much Plot for coming through thanks a lot man yo it was it was it was hectic putting this together (laughs) because we had to balance schedules but I'm really glad that you managed to come through thanks a lot be sure to follow us uh, on all social media platforms be sure to follow The Juice uh, T-H-E-D-J-E-U-C-E Facebook Twitter Instagram and all of that Um, be sure to uh, follow uh, plot plot. What, what what are your what are your handles? Uh, plot Marco on Facebook. Yeah, and Plot Marco on Twitter. Plot right. Marco on Instagram. Everything is Plot, plot Marco. Marco. and also follow Ear to the Ground. Yeah, also follow. Um, Zemi uh, Pop Summit. Zemi Summit. Sim Dance Summit. Sim Dance Summit. Zim Dance Summit. GB Liga. GB Liga. Yeah. Yes, get yeah. on all of that. Yeah, yeah, you have to get on all of that. And yo, this is. Right we are, we are actually recording right now I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm on the Instagram live I don't know what I'm on <laughs> Yo you guys really have to listen to this one cuz it was fire <laughs> Yeah I really enjoyed uh, having you come over And now Capital 263